Blacks are evil. Whoops. I mean, whites are evil. And the Super Bowl commercials are all about 80s music. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So Showtime has a new TV show coming out called Everything's Gonna Be All White. And it looks like it's gonna be racist as hell. And no, not against black people. But there's an easy way to tell if something like this is being racist. And what you do is you just replace the word white with black. So I'm going to play the whole clip after this, but I'm just going to try a couple on you and you can decide for yourself if you think it sounds racist. I think what annoys me the most about black people is when they pretend to be the victims. What's also annoying is when they kill us. It's really just a bunch of black lies. One of the definitions of American blackness is ignorance. Black people, we are not your problem, you are. Well, you'll hear it all in the clips. I think what annoys me most about white people is when they pretend like they're the victim. <laughs> What's also annoying is when they, you know, when they kill us. What is fragile about whiteness when everything has been constructed around it? Every part of who I am has been distorted or criminalized. It's really just a bunch of white lies. <laughs> We're storming the Capitol! You're not patriots. You're ridiculous. One of the definitions of American whiteness is ignorance. White people, we are not your problem. You are. I hate to do it, but that lady saying that the thing that annoys her about white people is when they kill us. I had to go look up the stats. This is coming from uh, Reuters.com. Fact check. False data on U.S. racial murder rates. I don't know. Whatever. They they think they're fact checking stuff. But they put in the numbers there. They kind of hang themselves on their own petard. In any case. Uh, so 2018 was the last year where they could find data. Blacks killed 514 white people. And white people killed 234 black people. So, blacks killed twice as many whites as whites killed the blacks. And that's not taking into account the fact that there are five times as many white people in America as black. So basically, you can take the two to one black on white and multiply that by five for a total of ten to one. So, blacks kill whites... 10 times as much as the reverse per capita on average in 2018, etc. The stats will set people's hair on fire. It's crazy. And right, this means that we should figure out our school system. We should fire all the teachers and all the teachers unions and come up with schools that help black children, young black boys, not become murderers. But anyways, that's not a woke thing to say, so... What we're going to do is for the next 20 years, we're going to pretend that it's white people's problems instead of helping black people. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. It was a good game. I now watch all my NFL games on the NFL YouTube channel. They condense the games down to 15 minutes, and it makes it, it makes NFL games phenomenal. If you just watch them in 15 minutes, it's let me tell you. Everyone in the world is going to be talking about NFL games on YouTube here in a couple of years. It's amazing. So just mark my words, or go do it next year. But I want to talk about possible wokeness and just and stuff with the commercials. 
And it's like, it seems a very large percentage of them had like 80s music in them. I think Shania Twain, that was 90s. Then there's like one newer song that I noticed. So I did some podcasts about how 12-year-old girls are listening to 80s music. And apparently the thing continues. And the people who are in charge of making 30-second commercials that cost $6.5 million to put on TV, uh, boom. 80s music, done. Comes to be, you know, do whatever you want, as long as there's some 80s music in there, seems to be the idea. This is like the, the Lord of the Rings podcast I did yesterday. It's just people are nostalgic, or else new stuff sucks. I think it's it's both. People like the old stuff that's wonderful, and there is no new stuff that's good at all, and so... You just keep recycling the old stuff. It seems like, what were they doing? They're doing uh, online gambling, cryptocurrency, and electric vehicles. That seemed to be some of the main categories. That plus Pepsi, Frito, and Lay's, Doritos. And a lot of the actors, I mean, I don't know, they had like Larry David. I mean, he's the guy who created Seinfeld. He is George in real life from Seinfeld. So that's going back to the... I don't know what, 90s, I guess, in a way. I think they had Demi Moore and Mila Kunis, which are like the two ladies who married Ashton Kutcher. So that's going back to, I don't know, 2000s probably, or maybe 90s. So it wasn't just the music. A lot of the actors, like that Ben Affleck, whatever. A lot of the actors are, remember, remember them? It's member berries. That's a term that you should know, uh, member berries, like remember, and then berries like strawberries. And people, and it's, it's, for, it's for like movies where they'll put in a little thing that makes, you know, when you're watching the movie, you go like, oh yeah, I remember that. So a lot of the commercials are just like, oh yeah, I remember that song. Oh yeah, I remember that actor, etc. Which is going to go against a lot of this woke BS, you know, not about music, but... Uh, TV shows and movies that they've made recently. It's like, no one has member berries about that Ghostbusters where they made them all women or whatever. And then one of the songs they were singing, uh, it was Olivia Rodrigo. So I was like, I don't know. I, I, I watched like the top 10 Super Bowl commercials. Nine of them had 80s music. Well, and plus Shania Twain. And then one of them had some song that I never heard of. So I looked it up. It's Olivia Rodrigo. It's called Good For You, where the four is a le uh, letter four. And the U is like a lowercase U, whatever. And good is not capitalized, whatever. The whole thing is misspelled. I mean, is this Limp Bizkit? But I went and watched her, the actual video for that song. And she is some super duper smoking hot young Hispanic singer. But I, I think I have seen her you know, on YouTube or something before, suggested to me, but maybe didn't watch it, or only watched it for a second to check out how, how hot she was, but didn't remember it. But anyways, the thing I want to say about her is she has the biggest inner thigh gap that I've seen on a woman in a long time. And if you don't know what the inner thigh gap is, that was just what, like, all women wanted a, a big inner thigh gap, maybe, I don't know, 20 years ago, roughly. And I think it's genetic. But it made me think of, I was reading some article where Thick skinny? Sorry, I had to look it up. Slim thick. So apparently, you know, young girls, they look at the celebrities and they want to have bodies that are like the smoking hot celebrities. And so the current popular thing is called slim thick. 
And I think you can think of Kim Kardashian for as an example of that, or I don't know, maybe she's too old and fat, but you know, whatever the name of the youngest Kardashian is, I think she's slim thick. I don't know. Okay, I looked it up. Here's just, here's some words from the internet. Forget hourglass curves and thigh gaps. You want to be slim thick, which is big toned thighs, plump booty, normal sized hips, and a flat toned stomach. I think that's what it is. You got to have a big butt and a flat stomach. And people are doing articles like, you know, whatever it is that women want to look like, then they do articles saying, oh, women's mental health is being destroyed because they can't look like the, what they want to look like. Anyways, it doesn't matter, but I just thought I'd bring that up. Slim Thick. And the halftime show had a bunch of classic rappers like Dr. Dre and Eminem. It was good. I was in rap. I was into rap like a little bit earlier. Well, like early Dr. Dre and then Snoop Dogg. And then Eminem was actually after my time. But I went back and listened to him. But basically, it was great member berries. Almost every song was one that I knew. Uh, they had a Mary J. Blige song on there. And I was like, is that Mary J. Blige? And it was. I never listened to her, but I could kind of tell, whatever. I came up with the name, even though I didn't know who she was. And then there was another guy, I had no idea who it was. Turns out his name was Kendrick Lamar. I think he's like super huge, but whatever, that's after my time. And Eminem, I guess he was trying to take a knee like Colin Kaepernick, you know, Black Lives Matter, America's Racist, which is kind of funny that the white rapper would be the one doing it, or maybe that makes sense. But when I watched it, I... It didn't even occur to me watching it that that was why he was taking a knee. It kind of looked like he was just crouched for no reason. But it was a good, I mean, as far as halftime shows go, which are always terrible, it was a great one. I think they even had words like, sorry people, motherfucker, but they would just bleep it out. I don't think they used the N-word. Boy, that's funny. It was kind of hard to, it's always hard to understand people in a stadium. The sound is terrible. I don't know if they did the N-word or not. But I think they did motherfucker. And some other stuff. So they might have done the N-word. I hope they did. Anyways, it was a good show. It was just total nostalgia. Except for some guy named Kendrick Lamar. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.